Get ready for non-stop action. Get ready for non-stop excitement. They're doing the job possibly nobody wants. Watching every canon film and analyzing them. To death. Frank Garcia Hale. Jeff Garlock in the Canon Canon. Hercules! 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 Welcome to the Canon Canon. My name is Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Hercules Hale. <laughs> yes! And this is the podcast where we talk about canon films and all of their greatness. And today... Wait, I just realized I didn't even say Garcia in my last name. <laughs> I just I got so excited about say I replaced Garcia with Hercules. I mean, it, as you should, because you were probably... Well, maybe not as excited as I am about Hercules, but maybe you are. Maybe you just got so excited because today, as you can tell, <laughs> we are watching a movie that they say the main character's name almost as much as Braddock. Yeah. 1983's Lou Ferrigno vehicle, Hercules. Louis F. Louis F., baby. And man. Jeff. Yeah. Uh I mean this movie is easy on the eyes for everyone no matter what your sexual <sighs> wow you know optics are. You know like I think that uh I mean let's just start with Lou Ferrigno. Uh if this were a party he'd be serving up slices of beefcake every I single mean, second. I would be full after 5 minutes at this party <laughs> because I mean I yes I I'm glad I'm so glad you led with that because, like, I like to think, I like to think that neither you or I are creeps. But no, watching this movie, like, I mean, nonstop. It's a horny I, movie. Oh my god! I was just like, beautiful woman, beautiful man, beautiful couple, beautiful man, beautiful woman, beautiful man, just nonstop. <laughs> everyone and and you know, it is also like so. This this movie, I was very excited to watch because I did like I knew about Hercules but also really until we I started watching it and until I kind of did a little bit research like I I both knew and didn't know how much crossover and Venn diagram it kind of has with all of my loves like my main loves in like exploitation and like film and horror like because, because of the Italian connection yeah right? like this is the closest because it is like that we've gotten in our episodes yet to if, you know, I was thinking about it in the shower today, Frank, and I was like, if you and I could reach some point where we were making this our main, one of our main career things is doing these podcasts, um. we would start like the niche network. It is a podcast <laughs> network devoted to like, you thought that podcast was niche. Here's one even nicher. Because I was sitting there like daydreaming, getting ready for today, being like, man, I would do an entire podcast just going through all of Argento's films, like oh, all yeah. of Dario Argento and definitely Carpenter. And then I was like, I would do one that goes through every single Giallo and then slowly would also get into... Every pulpum, sword and sandal fantasy from Italy. Every spaghetti western. Every yeah. poliziotecci, uh, pronouncing those and butchering them crazily. But every like Dude. cop movie. Like I mean, yeah. if if you and I could literally like do that, and it wasn't 
a drain completely on our lives. <laughs> but like, what a dream. And like, that's what this is. Like, it's like, as you keep going through who was behind it, you're like, okay, so this is connected to everything great in Italian cinema. Uh, yeah. And we're not talking Italian neorealism here. All right. This, <laughs> we're not talking Mastrantoni. Okay. We are talking Argento and the, the scum of it in the best way possible. But right. like, this was also like, you know, production wise, it immediately, I felt at home, like in, in a different yeah. way, in a different way than all of our other canon films, where I think both you and I are just like, oh, yeah, this is this is a this is a soft spot for us. We get this. But yeah. such a completely like I was like, oh, right. I'm going to be an Italian home. Like I'm, uh, when you're here, your family. <laughs> that's what it Hercules. definitely feels like there's a tone to it yeah there's a there's an aesthetic and a tone to it that you're like immediately I, i'm immediately forgiving of three seconds it took like i yes and it's Same. so forgiving like because if we did ever end up doing a giallo podcast going through the hundreds of giallos it would be constantly me going like making excuses making excuses for like all right i don't know this thing is bad this this <laughs> shot is terrible and like you know but like i as as we say all the time like i ne we never watch anything really ironically and and i have uh, such a deep love and no. it really felt god so warm and cozy to yeah be both in in the canon bath and in an italian right. bath yeah, um, it was it was like a cross section. It was a Venn diagram of our of our loves and tastes. Yeah, and and it was also all it needed was a great synth score, and it would have been, <laughs> which it kind of did. Like I mean, it kind like, of did. It's but not. Yeah, it's, it's, it was I mean, more like, of the old. Yeah, if it had a uh, more of an eighty later eighties like actual driven one, like this was closer to like Forbidden Planets, like old school, yeah. like. Bukla and ARP, like analog synth stings constantly, right. which we'll get into because man, they really oh, throw yeah. them in. Um, they they spare no expense on that. It, it is it's it's beautiful, but yeah, it was a really. I mean, <laughs> I was just like so happy, and also and we'll get into it too. Like I was so happy to you know every canon film honestly is like the same and different all at once. Um, and you go along with like, oh, there's a canon logic to how canon films will work. Will work, and almost we watch so many of them. I mean, we we've done a couple podcasts like fairly back to back recently, so like we're in yeah. canon world recently. But to have it be like, oh, this logic's not going to make any sense. But again, in a completely different way, in a completely Italian way. Well, uh, it's got a couple of things that are confusing soup if you'll call it is yes. that you have already greek mythology that is just uh just a clusterfuck of like huh yeah every time in school we try to learn it i would my eyes would glaze over and be like i can't keep track of any i, I know it's the superheroes of yesteryear but blah blah I'm like, blah <laughs> it's not batman so no whatever no the same i mean i was big into greek and roman mythology and i still never knew what the fuck was going on when i was reading it you you like you like the main like 10 stories but yeah. this is like if you're like man i really love spider-man i'm gonna start reading all the I, I know everything about web of spider-man now but then this weird spin on and like this is spider-man 2099 
like as right. well, you know, and you're like, wait, yeah, now I got to know that whole mythology and like all those characters and all that backstory. Right. And so you got that on top of the Italian stuff and mm-hmm. the canon stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, again, like all. Which is also uh, funny because it was like throughout, even though I knew that they still took liberties with the complicated mythology that is mythology. Like, still, even when there was, like, sketchy stuff, at the very least, it allowed it to be relaxed because you could be like, I mean, have you ever read mythology? Like, it is fucked. (laughs) You know? Like, so, like, sometimes it'd be like, I don't know about this part. It feels slightly problematic. But also, again, like, welcome to literally religion and mythology. Like, I mean, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's a lot of weird fucking and murder. Like, that's just how it works. Um, So it was interesting. Read the Bible much? Crack it once in a while? Uh, Exodus 24, 32. This is fucked up if. But yeah, (laughs) I I just, I I enjoyed it though so much in such a different way. And it, it it was fun to be able to watch it both in the Italian way and, again, because, like, throughout, like, not only did it have the fun of, oh, there's that actor. Oh, there's that actor. But from Canon World, because, like, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, that's the dude from uh, Braddock playing the, the, the secondary, like, worm tongue style guy. I think it's, I looked oh. up his name. He's, like, oh. I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, Hold on. But, yeah, but he's the one who, like, sells Hercules out. And I was recognized him. Apparently, like, that's the guy who's in, like, he's in 20 canon films. He's their go-to. So, like, it has a canonist of whatever the fuck that guy's name is. But then throughout two, I would be like, oh, that's someone from, like, Tenebra. Like, you know, like, that's someone from fucking this random Giallo I've watched once and hardly remember. And even <laughs> to the point where, like, you know, because it's Italian... It's not just because Lou Ferrigno has uh, hearing loss, and so they dubbed over his voice, which apparently Lou Ferrigno didn't know until oh he got God. to the screening. He thought they were going to use his voice, and then they, they he, pulled an Arnold. They pulled an Arnold, yes, and it's he kind of has a, a close that's a cross section because Hercules in New York. Yeah, and he kind of it does kind of almost sound like Hercules in New York, Arnold's, where they got yeah. these. Well, just, that one, that one's real crazy. <laughs> that one's my favorite. It, because it sounds like this. Yes. Which they make fun of in like the SNL sketch of uh what was it? Uh Hercules. Over the hill Hercules. Yeah, go lift that. Yeah. I <laughs> I've let myself go a little bit. Maybe you could pick one yeah. a little smaller. <laughs> Such a good sketch. Dana Carvey is very good at uh uh fake overdubs. But that's the oh, thing, yeah. because it is uh an Italian film, like that's an Italian uh trope like they don't record sound uh on set they usually loop everyone's voice and they do that usually because they are just merging actors from everywhere they usually got here's an american who hasn't done anything in america for a while here's a german actress here's this italian person and every once i'd be like why is their mouth so far off but i was recognizing (laughs) even voices like i was like oh that's like the guy who usually does this type of character's voice in Italian films. Um, That's one of my favorite parts of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is when he goes through that character, you know, like through that 
part of his career where he yeah. goes to uh, Italy and becomes a star because he does all these Italian movies. It's uh, it's so awesome. I mean, that's the part I did yeah. love the best too because that's what like constantly that's part of Italian cinema is just being like, yeah, John Saxon is back <laughs> or like yeah. you know <laughs> exactly. like just because it was like guys who didn't like they that's what it was. It's like their their careers were not doing great, but yeah. you know the beauty of. Like, so, because this is Hercules. And what is the plot summary of this movie? It's Hercules. I don't know. That's kind of what's going on. As they summed yeah, it up, it's Hercules, but, like, in space. <laughs> yeah, it's it's space Hercules a bit. Which yeah. is apparently... So, what the deal is... So, so this movie... Well, just to finish my point, what I was going to say is... Like, so Sorry. this is Hercules. So, this is, like, a movie we've seen a billion times. But that's because it's like a property that nobody owns. You can do whatever you want with it at this point. Yeah. Um, public domain. Yeah, it's in public domain. But that also doesn't matter in Italy, especially then, because that's one reason there are so many giallo, but also so many basically copies of a copy, like in both Italian films and of American films, is that copyright laws there were like almost non-existent in the 70s, especially. <laughs> so that's why you'll see a movie like uh, uh, The Cop in Blue Jeans that is essentially just Serpico to the point where they have a Serpico poster in the background. Like, <laughs> that's why Street Law, which I've talked about before, which is essentially Franco Nero as ineffective uh, Charles Bronson in Death Wish, uh, because instead of ever getting revenge, he seems to constantly get slapped by men, uh, is what that movie is, is just, again, Death Wish. And that's also why... They kind of maybe even touched upon it once upon a time. I can't remember, but there are so many. It's why also Tarantino did Django Unchained because there yeah. are like 30, 40, maybe more Django's because it didn't matter. They just would attach Django to any spaghetti Western and they all had 20 names anyways. And yeah. they all were kind of fucked up names like Duck You Sucka, uh, which is <laughs> one of my favorites because uh, is it a Fulci or is it a Court Boot? I'm blanking who did Duck You Sucker, but. He thought that that was an actual phrase Americans used. Um, and so James Coburn is constantly just saying, duck you sucker, um, which is great. Uh, but that was uh, Leone. Leone. Yes, Sergio. it was a Leone. Yes, it was a Leone. Sorry, it's crazy. It's a Sergio Leone, uh, uh, one of the greatest. Uh, but again, that's even thinking about that. Now, that's the carryover too. like Ennio Morricone was going to do the soundtrack to this, but they did it. Yeah. Because he's just like, fuck this shit. Uh, but there's just, there's so much carryover. Time. It's crazy. Uh, I uh, We'll get into even more of it as we start to get into the movie. But like, do we have, uh, do we have our 83 stats, Frank? We sure do. Um, okay. So Hercules was released August 26, 1983 with a budget of $2.5 and a gross of 10.6 million so not bad now um, not terrible yep yeah, directed by and also written by luigi casi oh uh, also but credited here as lewis coates hello lewis <laughs> <laughs> so the top 10 movies of 1983 were star wars episode 6 return of the jedi tootsie Ooh. flash dance 
Trading Places, War Games, Octopussy, Staying Alive, Risky Business, Mr. Mom, and National Lampoon's Vacation. So, Jeff, where do you think this charted? Uh, I mean, when I have no idea, I always like to say 88. (laughs) You're very close. It's 71. There we go. Exactly. Nice. Not too bad. This year was the year that Canon was really into the MGM business, so listed there are no Canon films, but there are Canon MGM films. Okay. So it was beat by Revenge of the Ninja, uh, which is a Canon film, and then it beat 10 to Midnight. Oh. uh, And I believe... I think that was it. I don't know. I kind of got I got lost because of the MGM <laughs> yeah. canon thing. I think there were other ones uh, I thought I typed in, but maybe I didn't. <laughs> but if there are, I think we talked about it in the 10 to Midnight episode, all the canon films that were out that year, right. uh, but that were listed under MGM. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that's not terrible. Uh, uh, you know, no matter what, it's still got a sequel. Um, yeah. uh, a yeah. sequel that I almost watched because it's labeled as Hercules online, but it's not. Uh, I know. But yeah, I think because so this movie is, uh, you know, it's 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 a complicated mess, both in a canon way and in a uh, Italian film sort of way. Um, it was so it they did a movie that we will do called Seven Magnificent Gladiators. Um, yep. And that was with Lou Ferrigno. Uh, and again, if you don't know Lou Ferrigno, uh, you know he's a bot- he was a former bodybuilder, pumping iron, the Incredible Hulk. Uh, he's, yep. he's also uh, I Love You, Man. Uh, so a movie that right. for some reason, all of the pandemic, I refuse to rent. But every other night, I'm like, I'd like to watch I Love You, Man tonight. I don't know why. It's just <laughs> like, feels like a comfort. Um he is, uh, you know, close to my heart as well as someone with hearing loss. Uh, he has 20% of his hearing left. He had a, a bunch of infections when he was a kid. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, he does have uh, a different s- speech, which I think is also why he's also bummed when he found out they dubbed over his voice and just kind yeah. of gave him a Hercules voice <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah. This one was smoother, though, than the Arnold one. It's much smoother. It actually fits his body most of the time and doesn't feel crazy. Um, But he was a big fan of Hercules. Hercules has been around forever. Steve Reeves was one of the original Hercules in like 53, I think. Um, And so Seven Magnificent Gladiators was essentially the billionth remake of Seven Samurai, uh, but this time with Gladiators. And Bruno Mattai did that. So Bruno Mattai, uh, Italian exploitation director, uh, did Zombie 3, uh, Rats, Night of Terror. Uh, he did a bunch of Nazi ploitation. Ploita- one of my hardest ones to say. Nazi ploitation movies. A bunch Is of it like Nazi ploitation or Nazi exploitation. Nazi exploit. I think it's Nazi exploitation. Exploitation. <laughs> <laughs> but did a lot of like SS extermination. Love Camp. I might have watched that when I went on a burst of I'm going to watch a bunch of Nazi exploitation films, and then was like, right. What am I doing? I don't know if I enjoy these enough. Uh, Hell of the <laughs> Living Dead. A couple of Manuels. Uh, he kind of did all of them. He also did one that I've always wanted to see and never saw called Shocking Dark Terminator 2. Again, 
Huh. They play it loose with copyrights yeah. in Italy. Um, and so they did that. I don't remember why exactly. They had some issues. So all of a sudden, uh, he was off of the film. He was off of Hercules. And, oh, I think part of it is, so originally, this was supposed to be, it had Lou Ferrigno and then Sybil Danning. So Sybil yep. Danning, woof, wowzers. Like, just... Dude. Reminded me of just because I recently rewatched it because of the holiday Scrooged. You know her outfit. You know when uh, they're talking about it's like you could see the dancer's nipples. Yes, (laughs) it's that combined with I don't follow pop culture that well, but I did see recently like some outfit Kim Kardashian was wearing, which also another Cersei's outfit looked like that as well. I know it's (laughs) crazy, but like well. Her yeah, nipples are almost out. Like, there's one or two shots where I definitely saw the outside edge of her nipple because it is. Yeah, you definitely see some areola. It, that areola is definitely saying hello because it is so <laughs> low cut and angular in, in a crazy way. But, like, she's just like, she's great. And was I was like, oh, right. I, yeah. Like, I've seen yeah. a lot of movies with her in it. Um, but so at one point, the script was supposed to be sexier. It was going to have oh, a yeah. bunch of sex scenes. At one point, she was supposed to play Cersei, but her and Ferrigno apparently didn't get along. But then I read other reports where she had a crush on him, too. So, like, but yeah. so she got switched over to, you know, there's dispute about her name, too. They call her multiple names in the movie <laughs> right she goes by she's playing adriana adriana but they also a lot of times call her ariana right and the original <laughs> right, name is nothing close it's like an a name it has nothing to do with that um yeah so it was supposed to be super sexy and then Ferrigno was like no no this is gonna be a family movie i'm not doing it unless it's a family movie so they brought on luigi cozy and he did a rewrite in 10 days. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, that is crazy. So also when you're like, this is messed up, I guess also like Austin, uh, if you haven't read also people, the Canon Film Guide, again, the, the chapter on this is very good. Uh, Austin has a good take on it. Uh, one of the reasons he was kind of guessing is there's so many, this goes with the plot. There are so many kings and like, gods and it starts to get yeah. distracting and part of it is because they all were on the payroll already for <laughs> the other movie for the gladiators so they were just like we got them let's keep shoving them in because <laughs> we're already paying so for it, which is so canon in the best way possible but so luigi cozy does a 10-day rewrite and he is you know kind of big for me like he is essentially he's an italian director He's his own movies on his own. He did one movie I've never seen called Star Crash that has David Hasselhoff, and it's essentially a Star oh, yeah. Wars. Have you seen it? No, I have seen this movie you multiple did? times. Really? Yes, dude. Uh, if you're into Italian schlock meets Star Wars, that movie is for you. Will we uh, maybe do a could have been a canon on Star Crash at some point? Absolutely. Yeah. That is <laughs> that has to be at the top of the list because Star Crash. I saw it uh multiple times as a kid and then i uh, saw it in college and then missed the the reboot of mystery or the return of mystery science theater 3000 right. they have an episode on it that's really great okay um 
But man, Star Crash, yeah, because that was a Corman thing. Oh, it was? Okay, yeah, it was. Yes, I saw it. Yeah. Am I wrong? Is Simple Danning in it? Maybe not, but... Uh, 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 no, uh, I, well, maybe she is. I can't remember, but uh, but I it's, mean, that's it's, also it's the a... that's the beauty of Italy too. Is like I love these films. I've seen so many, and I can't keep who is who straight. Like constantly, I'm just like Franco Nero, Fabio Testi. Uh, it gets really hard when it's like Dario Argento and Daria Nicolati. <laughs> Wait, they were married, um, but. So Luigi is like, uh, Luigi Cosi is uh, a big collaborator with Argento. Um, uh, you know, he did a bunch of stuff on his own. Uh, but, uh, you know, big one for me, he co-wrote in his story author of Four Flies on Grey Velvet. Um, which, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got the poster of it. I have uh, two posters of that movie. I love that. That was like the Lost of the Animal trilogy for a while. Uh, I saw it, I've talked about it in this podcast before, I think I saw it at BAM, uh, Brooklyn Academy Music once, and it was like the filthiest print ever, it was just like jumping <laughs> yeah. off the spool, um, but that one is about essentially a prog drummer who gets accused of murder and has to solve it in between recording a prog record. Um, uh, it's really great, uh, he did The Killer Must Kill Again, uh, Contamination, uh, he, he did... Uh, uh, also was on special effects for Phenomena, helped with Stendhal syndrome, uh, did stuff. He was the other person in Dario's Doors of Darkness, which is just out on Shudder, which is like his, uh, made for TV, like serial show, um, oh, which wow. is pretty solid. And me and my, our, uh, former, uh, guest, Nate Smith, we went to go see a screening of Phenomena, uh, in LA and they showed one of the episodes before it got released. And I was pretty excited, but also he co-owns, uh, at one point he co-owned at Profondo Rosso, which is Dario's store in Rome, which is, I've been to twice. It's, it is like the oh, wow. thing I dragged my wife to. It has a... <laughs> terrible museum of horror in the basement but is like your go-to place if you want to buy a Fulci live shirt that is way too big and then you don't buy it because it was way too big and they're out of sizes (laughs) um i think about it too much because i was really out of work at that point and i had like five to ten books on various giallo things i was like i can't what am i doing i can't do this um (laughs) i should have bought all of them i think about it all the time but either way so luigi he's 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 a big one for me and so like it was exciting to watch him be a part of this and realize i was like oh this is fucking the closest we're getting to argento who is like yeah top five for me like one of my boys like that is a big thing um also, uh, the composer was supposed to be Ennio Morricone, and he was like, fuck this. Uh, still end up doing like five different canon films. Uh, but this guy, uh, Pino Donag- Donaggio, uh, who did a lot of great score, did a lot of De Palma stuff, end up doing like Body Double. Um, oh, wow. Uh, and then also like China 9, Liberty 7, which was great. Taurus Trap, which is a fucking great movie. Did, oh, yeah. Uh, Don't Look Now, which is top five horror films of all time, Nicholas Rogue. So yeah, he did almost all De Palma's films. He did The Black Cat, uh, uh, Beyond oh, the yeah. Door, Body Dull. Like, it's like, he's done it Crawl Space, like all these amazing films. He did Gore, which we'll watch. Um, uh, and so, like, we've got a, a great score, 
Like, so it actually works along with, as we mentioned briefly, like weird borderline queen stings, like with just weird synth stings. Um, Definitely ripping off Superman in the score. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Like this, I was like, "Oh, they're, they're just doing Superman, but with Hercules." <laughs> Which I was trying to remember. What was the other movie we watched? Was it Masters, where we're like, the theme is just Superman again? <laughs> yep, it comes that's up exactly so it. many they, fucking times. They slightly times. changed John Williams' score. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's the thing, though, because it's Italian. Uh, they are unabashed about it. I think that's how he pitched it. He was just like, "It's Hercules, but like space. It's like Superman. That's what it'll be yeah. like." Um, uh, <laughs> and, you know, also just to have even more Italian, uh, crossover. So it's a great movie that also has a lot of stock footage from other films used in it, <laughs> like all throughout. Oh yeah. So like the stuff at the end is from, well, first, the bear fight, which we'll get into, is got B-roll <laughs> footage from a movie called Grizzly. Grizzly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it also, that costume, which looks terrible, is from Joe D'Amato's film, which is a Conan knockoff called After the Fighting Eagle, which I've never seen. And we were talking oh, yeah. about it before we start. I got to find it, because Joe D'Amato, whatever you say his last name, is both like... I love him and is one of the scummier Italian directors. Like, I feel gross after watching, like, Beyond the Darkness, a.k.a. Buio Omega, which is a great Goblin soundtrack. But, like, as I told Frank, too, is like, one of the Italian movies where I was like, have I seen this because someone's biting the nipple off of someone? Then I was like, wait, I'm Ugh. actually thinking of another Italian film. I think I was thinking of Burial <laughs> Ground, where another person bites off someone's nipple. Um but, so it's the shitty costumes from that. They also use some footage, I think, from the Gladiators movie, like, to fill oh. in some blanks. And also, when we get to Hercules 2, that will have a bunch of footage from this movie. It's going to be a whole phantasm <laughs> fucking experience. Like, right. where just as it keeps going, you're like, how is this phantasm movie 60% reused footage? <laughs> um, and it also has... Uh, where is it from? All this stuff at the end is also footage that they're using from Atlantis. Yeah, Atlantis, The Lost Continent, which was a 1961 MGM adventure film. So, like, they're oh. all over the place with this. That makes sense why that scene looked a little bit better. Yeah, right. Right, I know. But I will say, and I agree with Austin, he mentions how, like, both the special effects don't look great, but also look pretty good. Like, like, and they found, and, and a big chunk of it is that they do use a lot of old school technique. Like, it's a lot of, like, Ray Harryhausen style, so, and aware of their limitations. Like, aware of, like, I think Austin points out that, like, the three monsters that are essentially Power Rangers monsters yeah. <laughs> that attack Hercules... You can make up for the fact that they're jerky in their motions because they're supposed to be robots. So it's like, yeah, I guess you got around it. Yeah. Which is a good summary of Italian film. It's like you found a way to get around it. Like, you know? Um, but yeah. Those I, I, monsters, too, they they made the sounds of like uh, in Mario 2 with the, the, the dinosaur that shoots... Uh, the eggs out of their mouth and you yes. have to like use Birdo. the egg and then yes yeah and he goes Arr! oh they though that 
like Mothra style, like robot moth. The screeching was so loud. And I don't yeah. know if also like I was watching it on my iPad, which, as my wife said, what a great way to watch it. Epic film. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. all of the sound had a bit of an echo. And I wanted to ask you, like, when you watched it on your your rental, did it have an echo to everything? <laughs> Dude, uh, on my – because I rented it from iTunes, the uh, score was also off. Like, it was, Perfect. like, warbly at times. <laughs> yeah. And I loved that. I loved that. I was kind of, like, good. <laughs> yeah. I, this helps my – I actually enjoy this experience. <laughs> and then also, everything had a flange on it, an echo and a flange. Okay. Like, w- like later on when he's, like – punching the uh, stone wall where the chariot is <laughs> yeah. i'm like man that stone wall has a flange to it <laughs> i know it was like a fucking early 90s fucking like either alt rock or crust punk band who just discovered the flange <laughs> yeah. pedal you they know a dod flange pedal 100 <laughs> percent. where you're like it sounds borderline digital and like you can hear yeah. it like cutting off the signal too much. Um, <laughs> I always hated that in the early digital pedals where like the early line oh. sixes, you could hear when the computer was like, stop compressing. Dude, <laughs> I hate it. I mean, uh, the flan- uh, the boss one was uh, Primo. That was the one I used. Sure. DOD one? No, yeah. boys. <laughs> the DOD one, all those, I mean, not to disparage DOD, they had, they had some kind of quality products of you. But man, those those digital uh, effects on there were, oof, they were generally if you fucked with them and used them slightly wrong, the DODs ones you could work right. <laughs> like versus you the really had to versus the boss pedal, you did what it did. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like um. But that was the thing. Like I like I was getting worried because I was like, wait, did I like in that bear fight? It sounded like a fucking plane taking off when the bear was screaming. <laughs> I know. I was like, "What?" I forgot what I wrote down, but I uh, with that bear, I, I I compared it to. Let's see here. I wrote um, it too. No, no, I wrote it too because I was like, "What the fuck was it?" Because uh, the bot, the robot. Oh, it's so hard because that's the hard part too. Though is like because I'm going through, so much. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, it's essentially like we said, the movie is the trials of Hercules. So they just like are just moving from set piece to set piece. They're just moving from trial to trial. Like, yeah. I don't know about you, Frank. Uh, again, I studied a bit of Roman and Greek mythology growing up. Like, I couldn't follow what was going on at all. <laughs> and took I took some liberties. I just went with it, man. Like, I was just like, sure. Like, and I think because, and we'll get into some of the speech. Like, when they start speechifying, it is like a fucking... Dio power metal lyric sheet. Like, it is just like words upon words where you're like, Dio, I love you, but what the fuck are you talking about this tiger and you can see his stripes because you know he's clean? You're just making up <laughs> shit, Dio. Oh, you're talking about rainbows again? Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. It, <laughs> but like trying to follow it plot wise, I was like, all right, Cersei. Like, just say a bunch of words. Like, yeah. what that means is we are going to go from point B to point D at some point. And Hercules will lift something or break something, like, is what will happen in this movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's, but it's a fun ride the whole time, yeah. I think. Uh, I think, I, 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 
yeah, I enjoyed it. I actually did. Uh, I had fun watching it. Yeah. I mean, I was like, will I own Hercules at some point? Probably. Like, just like Italian-wise, <laughs> I probably will. I mean, should we start to really get into it, I think? Yeah, it's 40 minutes in. Let's yeah, this is our this is always our checkpoint. 40 <laughs> minutes in. Why wouldn't we talk about the movie? Um, so, you know, first off, this is 83. So that's a, that's an old school canon group. Old canon oh. logo, yeah. You know what the beauty was in this, too, is like... They were worried that you weren't going to know that Golden Globus made this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> they say the Canon Group, and I almost want to think, I can't remember, but it might have said Golden Globus production underneath the Canon Group. And then... Uh, I think it was after, yeah. But. Okay, and, well, but because then that, it got confused because there was so, like, it's like says the names of the, of the actors over crazy space footage, and then right. says blah, blah, blah in... A Golden and Globus production <laughs> before yep. the title. It's like they saw that they should put Hercules there, but then all of a sudden they were like, wait, 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 wait. We got to yeah, put our names not in. Not so fast. Yeah. <laughs> and then produced by Monacom Golan and Yoram Globus later. <laughs> like, yep. I know, I love you boys, but geez, the Go Go Boys were really worried that we were going to know their credits for this one. Right. Maybe because it was Italian and they just wanted to verify, like, hey, this is us. But yeah, you're about to see a bunch of Italian names, but so, but just know. <laughs> yes. Just know. Oh my God. It was so funny. And I love Lewis Coates is just a fun, like, I want to know where he got that name. Like, Lewis Coates for his pen name for writing and directing Luigi. <laughs> yeah. But, like, let me know if you agree with me. I both felt like this is a good, the beginning is a good summary of this movie to me, where, like, I both love the beginning and check the time. It was like, it's like 10 minutes in and this is still not kicking in. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, this story is way too long about, like, the the Pandora's, um, Pandora's. Jar. <laughs> Jar. That was something, too. I was like, they couldn't clear box, but okay. Right. Out of all of the things that they don't, they take liberties with, and they can fucking do whatever with, because it's Hercules, for some reason, needed to be Pandora's Jar. Um, I mean, is that part of, like, because I know there's so many variations on the gods and, like, you know, different interpretations. Is That's not one I'm familiar with. Is that one of them? I mean, maybe maybe it's like Mjolnir, like Thor's hammer, where like it yeah. looks different when it's in Finland and when it's in Norway, and when it's in Sweden, and it has a slight layer. Where it's like Mjolnir, Mjolnir, Mjolnir. It's like slightly yeah. changed. So it might be because that is also when you're going between Roman and Greek, they change the names. Uh, but I don't think so. I mean, I think we might be given. I think they just were like, we've More got, credit, yeah. we've got this jar laying around. Like it right. already has jewels it was a prop in from it. another movie. Yeah, yeah, probably was in set. When we watch the Seven Gladiators, I bet you we see Pandora's jar <laughs> as something else. But yeah, like right away, it's both over, just like stock footage, but also like 1970s style planetarium, like space footage. So I was like. I had a moment where I was like, I hope Frank is doing an edible right now. <laughs> I, I unfortunately was not, but I'm definitely going to rewatch it. I No, I, I uh, wasn't the night for that, but I, I definitely going to rewatch it with it. 
It's one where you're just like, what can I match this up with? Like, it's like, <laughs> this, I'm gonna pair it. I'm yeah. gonna pair it with, uh, yeah. I think I could pair it with Steely Dan's uh, Can't Catch a Thrill. Um, <laughs> I think it'll work perfectly on the fourth peg, Michael McDonald says on, <laughs> on Katie Lied or whichever fucking record that one's on. Um, peg, uh, peg. <laughs> oh. Uh, by the way, you know, the elements, uh, the four elements, <laughs> night, day, matter, and air, the four elements. Yeah, classic. I mean, again, that's the hard part is like, there's so many things where I'm like, maybe they made up some bullshit that hardly makes sense. Maybe that is something we, but I doubt it because <laughs> it was just right away a barrage of words. Oh, just like the fire of chaos. And then chaos merged with darkness. And the darkness became the element. And I was like, complicated equation, man. This this math above my it's pay grade. It's yeah. a kid telling you, retelling the story. Yeah. And then the elements created Jesus. the planets. And then the planets had peoples on them. But only one planet <laughs> had the person on it. And then that the person was... Hercules was put into a baby. You know, like, what? It's my son telling me a stinky and dirty episode, but instead it's fucking <laughs> fucking the beginning of Hercules. Uh, like, Pal, you don't have to do this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it, man. It's cool. It's cool. I'll go on the ride. I'm fine. But yeah, so then out of nowhere, I also right away was like, wait, they're going from the elements to there's Pandora's jar, which mm-hmm. is not the box. It's a crazy half jeweled jar. That then explodes like thirty times. <laughs> yeah, they they used a lot of explosions. It had like the yes. After Effects kind of early After Effects explosion yes. look and noise. It all looked cool too. Like I was into all of it because I'd rather watch old school fucking explosion like layered images. Um, but yeah, like and then I was like, wait, like I couldn't again follow. I was like, wait. The elements made Pandora's jar. That then, when it exploded, that became the planets, and then that became the galaxy. Yeah, the galaxy, and then the planets were in the galaxy, and they went through some of them. And then I was like, "Thank God they stopped." Like I was like worried they're gonna be like, and then Uranus, <laughs> like Jesus, yeah. like Uranus was made. <laughs> yeah, just I am out, but but and then with Flash Gordon style synth stings throughout the whole thing. Right. Uh, and then pew. I guess they were really just doing all of existence, but the music was fucking epic and great. And I was into yeah. it. And then all of a sudden, Zeus. Yeah, you just have the gods on the moon. Gods on the moon. Yeah. yeah. Bearded John Stewart. Bearded John Stewart is the lead singer in Gods on the Moon, uh, which <laughs> is my finished power metal band that I'm starting after this. Uh John Stewart as Zeus is wearing a uh, glorified Burger King crown. Um, yeah. I know. I was like, I wrote down. I was like, man, they really, this totally looks like a spirit, you know, Halloween store yes. purchase. Like it would be like head God guy is his title. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or just. They couldn't clear the actual name. King of hammed burgers. Um, <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Like it just like all of this movie, the costumes are both awesome and terrible. Like, yeah. Hera, hot as hell in a, like, day glow coffee filter. <laughs> like, essentially. <Yeah. laughs> oh. they, and, 
I, I was a little confused by her motives too, and I was just like, "What?" And then it like made sense. I'm like, "Oh, that's what she's supposed to be doing." I was playing a lot of catch up. Like I didn't realize yeah. she was like angry and pissy until she really was at, like later. I was like, "Oh, she's okay. She doesn't like the." And I didn't even really understand at that point why they were making Hercules. I know, I guess it was because Pandora's jar exploded, but then the bad was outweighing the good, but Hera thinks you need to have a equilibrium, but that, maybe not. Yeah, that, also, it's like if you're sending him to Earth to uh, balance out the, the evil that's happening now, right? why would you put him, his spirit, if you could put his spirit into a body, why a baby? You have a long time to wait. Right, exactly. Yeah, so like you're just leaving a good, I don't know, maybe it's supposed to be 15 and bearded Lou Ferrigno, but a good, let's say at least a good 20, 25 years until that uh, Hercules is going to solve the problems of the world. That's just going to get worse. Uh, you know, you're putting yeah, a Band-Aid R- on Rosanna, a ripped off arm. Uh, but uh, Rosanna uh, Podesta uh-huh. is the one who plays Hera. And it's like, I couldn't quite understand that she was supposed to be, I guess, not evil, but like, but because she's, she's just smiling the whole time. Yeah. She's like pleasant the whole right. time. And it's like, she kind of shows a little bit of anger, but then you're like, oh, okay. I didn't know that she was supposed to be like the antagonist or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I also was getting distracted because she's smoking hot, like everyone in this movie. <laughs> Like literally, everyone's everyone except for the like the supposed gladiators or wrestlers. (laughs) Every everyone who plays like a bit part is just like, oh, these were like the crew guys. Yeah, these were like (laughs) because they all look like like dads. Like they all like look like when when he wrestles when he's supposed to do the the tests. Oh yeah, uh, and he wrestle he he takes that giant log and just like pushes against them. I was like. These dudes all look like when he does rough. The, they look like me. He does a wall of death with a bunch of clones of our body. Uh like <laughs> exactly. we we're at a Lamb of God concert. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're at a Lamb of God concert taking a card to the Wilco show. <laughs> exactly. Hey. Maybe I'll just stand in the back for this one. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you gotta stand by the sound you gotta stand by the sound booth. That's the best sound. <laughs> you know, he's you gotta, make, he's mixing it for himself, man. He's mixing it for himself. <laughs> yeah. I got a wide stance here so no one gets too close to me and I can hear this concert perfectly. <laughs> Wilco! Wilco! Uh, Wilco uh, loves you, baby. God. But Hercules is a uh, body forged in the furnace of a thousand suns. Again, awesome (laughs) fucking lyric. I wrote down so many that that I'm like, will I make a song out of these? Probably at some point. Um, So Hercules, I guess, is made of light. Uh, Uh It's not a very bright light because like it. That's again like a lot of these weird slow parts. When we start to see Hercules, I wasn't possibly again because I was watching my iPad and sometimes it'll dim and I can't control the dimming. But I was like, he seems like he's in the dark for a long time until I was like, oh, that's butt naked Hercules with no penis. (laughs) Like, just like, no. And I then also got worried. I was like, did they give him a penis? Are all of these women. Who are lusting after him throughout this movie? Gotta get disappointed. Just be like, oh, didn't know I signed up for this. Like, well, at least your personality's okay. (laughs) Maybe stop throwing things into space every time you're angry about it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, And then again, going super 
long with both both parts that are awesome. But like, I was like, why is this taking so long? He, uh, like a solar baby style ball, just goes floating yeah. through the world. Kind of. It looked like, uh, for those of you who kn- knew the band Elastica, it looked like the ghost, the little ball <laughs> of light that's uh, <laughs> going around in the uh, car song video. Where they're playing like these Ghostbusters in Tokyo. <laughs> oh man, god damn! And you didn't think this podcast could be for you people? We're talking about Elastica references during our Hercules movie that both of us get too well. Um, <laughs> Jesus, so good. But yeah, like it was like everything. Just like again, that scene was just like everything's both great and terrible all at once, and how it looks, and I loved it so much. And yeah, then. Me too. So who, yeah, I was getting confused again. There's an archer who is blind, is covered in a leather strap, who look like a poor man's Oliver Reed. And right. he is sh- trying to get the sword of destiny or something sword. Uh, they say it later. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sword. Because I kind of forgot about it plot wise. And I get that. Yeah, I just wrote down guy. Where's that hat? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be also, awful. what a flaw. What a flaw in security that you have a back entrance where it's like, oh, your guards are only facing one way. And it's like, it's so easy just to go behind them and be like, hey. Dude, security is terrible in all of these lands. Like, I think if I'm going to work on one thing, like, sure, get Hercules down there, but you got to give some more training. I mean, when Hercules comes down to fill the body of this baby and then is stolen by a handmaid and put into the lit into the river. The guards yeah, are just like, kill. Eh, he'll be dead. Eh, yeah. Let's the not river will take care of the it. river. will take care of it. I was like, you sure about that? <laughs> also, Jeff, did they know? Because everybody know, no matter at whatever point he's at, they call him Hercules. Confusing. Yes. <laughs> and then, but then, like, do they know, like, he is a god as well? Like, that's the thing that I'm, like, I'm a little confused on because they're, like, they call him Hercules throughout no matter where he is. Right. And then also it's, like, they kind of know that who, what is, like, even his his step-parents, you know, like. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Or foster parents, sorry. Yeah, no. Maybe uh, maybe Zeus sent out a birth announcement. Uh, you know, so. like everyone just got like, just wants you to meet Hercules. He's going to do some crazy shit. <laughs> um, he's going to stop the bad guys. Don't let Hera know. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> cause yeah. So he goes out. I don't even know who he filled the body, the body of a prince. Is that who, is he going to be king? But yeah, they don't get supposed to back to that. Do they ever say that he's going to become a king? He's not like Conan who becomes a king at the end and is sad. Nope. Um, yeah, that part I was just like, okay, he's now he's just here. Uh, they try to stab a baby in its bassinet, <laughs> um, yep. and so then he ends up in a river. He's found by his uh, foster parents uh, or what they become. They're childless, and they're just like, look at this. We wanted a baby. Here's a baby. We got a baby. Well, the, he fights some eels that uh, she oh, sends to. I <laughs> Those forgot. Eels are- the I was like I was like that was also one where I was like I know mythology and I don't know what this is supposed to be and then all of a sudden I was like oh right the whole thing about he kills snakes in his crib that is a story but why did you make their eyes glow and it looks 
borderline like it could turn into like hentai tentacle porn like exactly right like yeah i was thinking the same thing but i thought thought it was so funny the way they edited that i i had such a blast watching that scene because (laughs) when the baby squishes the snake i guess they're snakes uh, heads it's an adult hand. There are adult yeah. hands. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, I did love that. Uh, and thank- it happens so fast, too. It really does. Like, oh, You're like, what is going on? footage to really sell this. Yeah. Uh, thank God it wasn't a woman there, because I certainly would have been like, Canon, don't do this. Our Italian oh, directors, yeah, yeah. don't do this. Um, and then where did Adriana show up there? Like, where she is with who? King... No, I don't even remember where Sybil Danning shows up. Oh yeah, she shows up. I mean, she shows up. Uh, she shows up. <laughs> and I, I wrote down, I wrote down a uh, Fredericks of uh, Thebes. Like, <laughs> like a, that's where she got her outfit. Yes, is Fredericks of Thebes. Yeah. But like, um, yeah. I mean, she shows up like kind of. Uh, uh, no, that was before that because that she sicko said guard that- is like says it's a sublime pleasure to yes. kill a baby, and I'm like, yes, Jesus Christ, exactly. I oh, love the way that he growls that guy too. He goes, the baby. <laughs> and that's also where I start recognizing voice actors. I was like, I think I know that guy. Um, I yeah. think he was like Franco Nero's voice in this thing. Um, oh man, I love Fredericks of Thebes. Cause it is like her outfit is that element where like I remember as a kid, where like for whatever reason, probably my dad, like somehow, but like you'd get like a Victoria's secret catalog would show up. At your house, and then Fredericks of Hollywood, and like even for me, then I was like, I don't know, Fredericks, like too much stuff going on, like too much oh, yeah, lace, yeah. and like Le- leave something to the imagination. Yeah, like I'm, I might be a little soft boy here, but like I was like, <laughs> I like a little something to think about, uh, not like, and then there's a zipper on my crotch, and like her costume <laughs> is like borderline that because again, you're basically staring at her nipples like throughout. Um, yeah, uh, and it's kind of bondage wear. <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. A couple of the outfits do look very much. Like, I mean, I mean, like even at the end, like you know, with the like weird seashell right. thong thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um. So, and then what the fuck was that floating hourglass that looked like it was jeweled as well? <laughs> it's the passage of time. I thought it was a spaceship at first, and then I was like, oh, no, it's a metaphor. <laughs> like, yep. it's That's legitimately, it. <laughs> we're seeing the sands of time. Um, it was just so confusing to me. Uh, uh, but still looked awesome in being bad. But yeah, it showed us the passage of time because now we have a classic uh, kind of like, it's exactly kind of like Conan, uh, yep. where he's pushing a mill. And it's making him stronger. Uh, But here's like, here's a weird hang up I've had since I was a kid. So like, Hercules is supposed to be like the strongest person in the world. It's a lot like He-Man to me growing up, where he's the most powerful man in the universe. And then there would be scenes where I'm like, again, I'm not lying. Even as a kid, I'd be like eight years old and be like, why is he struggling so much to lift this boulder? Like, Oh, yeah. Sometimes... He's doing crazy stuff without fucking a breath. And then this time I'm like, that's a crazy mill. Or when he's pulling the plow, I was like, he should be running. He should be like the flash with this thing. And I know that's special yeah. effect wise. It's just it when you've grown up reading the official handbook of the Marvel universe 
and they give you like class systems for what weight limits that they can do. And you're like, oh, Spider-Man's a class 10, but the Hulk is a class 100. He can do 100 tons. You start to think very mathematically and it really would be like, I was like, why is he so slow? Like, he should be stronger. Yeah. You're proving to me that you're kind of strong. The reason I know you're super strong is, goddamn, look at that body. Just a, yeah. just a I mean, muscle on muscle. struggling with those boulders like we struggle with, like, 12 packs of soda. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he's struggling with that boulder like when my wife's asking me to be the strong guy and open a pickle jar, and I can't open that pickle jar. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, and I'm like, oops, I really should be doing something uh, exercise-wise. Um and this also, I just lifts up a tree. Just straight up wrote, "Man, Frigno is jacked." Um, yeah, because yeah, he jumps from that mill is the heaviest thing that's ever existed to lifting a fucking tree um, <laughs> from its roots. From yeah. its roots, uh, and- I feel like Schwarzenegger saw that scene and he's like, uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm going to lift a tree too," and that's what happened in Commando. Man, knowing that they've got a like fun rivalry. Uh, maybe less fun <laughs> on one side than the other, but like, right. I mean, I love, I love any of the pissing matches. Like, it, it, like fucking, we've talked about Schwarzenegger versus Stallone, like Ferrigno versus Schwarzenegger. Like, I mean, the common factor here is one person. I love him so much, but Schwarzenegger, yeah. you're probably a dick, <laughs> um, uh, a charming dick, but you definitely were a dick. <laughs> um, but. This is also where... So he fights a bear that uh-huh. kills his dad yeah. uh, in a crazy, like, barrel roll and a half that dad does. <laughs> I mean, we're watching... Uh, was it The Revenant? It's The Revenant. This is proto-Revenant, baby. This is where all the ideas came from. Except they... And they tried to get that bear suit. They just couldn't get it. Um, uh, and so... <laughs> This is also, though, where you're talking about the the crazy punches. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. I mean, well, the bear has got a distorted, like a DOD distortion flange uh, on his voice. <laughs> Just like jet engine in your ears. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Jeff, for a second, I thought you were... <laughs> I got really concerned for you because <laughs> I thought... You were coughing. I didn't know you were doing the bear voice. I didn't oh, know you were doing man. imitation of the bear. I mean, that's the thing. You couldn't even know it was a bear <laughs> voice like, in the movie. Oh, no. Jeff, my friend, my, one of my best friends, COVID. Jeff, is going to die. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's over now. Uh, uh, and so. But he zaps with punches. Yeah, the punches. And always, like, a company with, like, crazy light flashes. And, like, it's a beautiful thing watching that stock footage of Grizzly. Into oh, yeah. fucking shitty, shitty bear costume. Into and then him throwing the bear into space and making a constellation. <laughs> yep, that's where it comes from. That's the beauty too. Is like they don't stick to it. Like kind of like no, like, not at all. When he throws that log from the wall of death into space. And they spend a long time, but it's going into a planet. I was like, wait, did I miss something? Is it going to turn into something? No. I no. think I think it's just him throwing shit. Even the mechanical monsters, you're like, oh, that's going to be Scorpio, or that's going to be, right. you know, like, no. It's a great theme that they didn't stick to. Like, I don't know. If they're going to play fast and loose with it, they should have kept it going. Um, uh, but, hey, Godspeed. He does it. And so then... Like, this is where I was getting really confused in plot and just gave up. So, like, this new guy shows up. 
Yeah, I was. Wait, no, that was. I I thought that was the same guy that tried to stab the baby. Is it? They all kind of. I mean, that's it. They, they. It's like I don't know. Like their costumes and hair change so much, and I didn't get enough that like maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I thought it was the same guy, and then uh, he somehow is able to be in space and call on uh, uh, Daedalus, right? Daedalus, uh, yeah. What Who is Icarus's is father in the mythology? Um, yeah, Daedalus, uh, and then, uh, and then also, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought because there was a very loud boom. <laughs> And but Daedalus, it's Hercules, he's here. Yes. Oh my God, he's throwing shit into space. Uh, but that's like so. So and Daedalus too was played by a transgender actor who was in Tenebra, Dario Argento's oh, really? Tenebra. Yeah. So like because they were playing with, in theory, according to I think like the IMDb or Wikipedia, they're trying to play with the gender. Uh, uh, okay. In the movie, because like it's supposed to be like you know that uh, Daedalus is uh you know definitely man in in uh, mythology, but that it's like I don't know. It's it's both like too confusing to be problematic. Like maybe is maybe isn't. It's like a sleepaway camp plot point where you're like, wait, is that cool or not cool? I don't know. <laughs> um. They don't explain really what's going on, but in so in theory, so this may be new king, but not. Which his name is what? I never got his name. It's like King Hero? Hera? Hera? Uh it's Well, there's there's a couple. There's uh King Minos. Minos. Uh, king Xenodama. Jesus king Christ. Augeus, Augeus. Yep. King Xenodama is the African king. Right. I think King Minos is this guy. The later king. This is the one who has got a boner for science, uh, but never uses science. (laughs) That was confusing to me. I'm like, I I don't, how are you in space? And then now you're, yeah, I'm just lost on that. That's the thing. At that point, I was like, I'm just going for the ride. Everyone is going to be against him, against Hercules, and want to fuck them all at once. Is basically the summary <laughs> of this movie. Um, yeah. So Dedalius is making uh, uh, robot sentries to go stop him, Hercules, and they make a bit. This again, like, why are they spending time? Maybe the science of explaining why they're so tidy. It's like they're going out of the way to explain, like, we made these oh, shitty yeah. bottles. But that when yeah. it goes through the atmosphere, it will get bigger or yeah. something. I was like, what a ride around. Like, that's right. such a, like, well, because a good way to be like. Then yeah, later like, oh, no, for, the, here. for the centaur one, he's like, do me a favor. Could you maybe make it just, like, slightly bigger? Just let me see yeah. it just a little bit. Like, for no particular reason. But, so, they end up. Sending that down, and the robots are going to attack Hercules. I love when they use those, uh, what would it be? Kind of like, they're just like layering the image, 
but like it gets super dark. Superimposed. Yeah, they superimpose yeah. and it get the original footage gets so dark because they can't get the lighting right because you need like a yeah. buttload of lights to superimpose it, and they probably don't have enough to actually make it equalize. Um and so he's down there, he's pulling those rocks, not being strong enough. Uh being oh, by the way, I wrote down at this point. Uh, that he looked like a buff Rick Moranis at some points. He does look like because he looks nerd. I mean, that's the thing. Like Ferrigno is a nerdyish guy in a fun way. Yeah. Like in Pumping Iron, the same thing. You see, like what a little boy he is, especially when he talks to his dad, which is both a like loving and confusing relationship. Like I know the dad, but his dad's his trainer, and like it's like, oh, I don't know. I I have a coach dad. I can't get around it. Um, right. I just have issues myself. It's not you, Lou. It's it's me. Um uh and so I also said like this is where one, this movie is just a lot of excuses to look at that fucking bod. Uh oh yeah. But like he worked hard in this movie. He is nonstop running and yelling. That then they jump over all the time, just running and yelling, (laughs) like nonstop. So Robot Moth comes down, seemingly just screaming nonstop. Like a video game, like an early 90s or early, like early 80s or like kind of like mid 80s Nintendo, like lo-fi game. It's like if you got a fucked up version of Yar's Revenge. Yeah. And like the audio chip got fucked up and like water got on or something. So it just keeps going like. And so Hercules fights him with a pole. Um, yeah. And I wanted it to be over just because that noise was really hurting my hearing aids at a certain Same. point. Yeah. Wow. Well, not my hearing aid, but yeah, it was hurting. It my, just, yeah. There's certain tones that make my hearing aids do a feedback loop. And like that noise, I was like, I got to turn this down. I can't deal with it. Um, and then essentially, he finds like when you need to reset your old compact computer or your phone, your like old flip phone, you need to get like a paper clip, like shove yeah. it in that little hole. He like just finds the part to stick a pole into him, and then it's just like, Rah! and he's done. He goes, yes. Like it's at the end of Battletoads when you, uh, <laughs> yes. one of the things. Yeah. Just so many explosions and sinking down. Um, at this point, his mother and dad are dead. So Well, I, I didn't understand. So the mother got, I guess, like kind of hit by this. Is weird that thing. what happens? Also, I don't know. How did he not notice this giant flying thing when he like I mean, just if you're anywhere in the vicinity, you'd notice the sound alone. Maybe Hercules has hearing loss just like for Ignok. <laughs> like uh, you know, it'd be yeah, like that makes sense. It's like when my wife the other night and uh, it rained here and she's like, did you hear that crazy thunderstorm? And I was like, not until you woke me up like for like, I I don't hear anything. I don't have hearing. Um, And so (laughs) he's they're dead. So he's just like burned my house down to the point where he pulls a Norris. Yeah, uh, he pulls the Norris invasion USA. Yes, because. And I'm glad at least in this one, his friend or whoever shows up to ask the question of just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, you still you need a house. Your mom up like a mummy and set her on fire. Yeah, man. Not cool. But like you still like when he's like, I don't have a family and I don't have a home anymore. It's like, I mean, let's not it's go like, crazy. Like, I mean, guy, you could sell the house. Somebody yeah. needs that. Help. I mean, it's a fixer upper. I mean, look, uh, the market, I'm sure <laughs> is tough even then. Um, uh, and then, 
So does <laughs> I think this is what Hercules said? Does he say, "Why am I stronger than other man? Why does my strength bring, bring sorrow upon my head?" <laughs> That's his right. like existential crisis. That to me felt like his singer songwriter. Like he's doing his like Cat Stevens record, where he's oh, really, yeah. like he's really starting to question life. Um, <laughs> and so he decides, no, I don't have a home. I'm going to go fucking do this trial that this other king is fucking doing. More kings. Jesus Christ. Uh, And so he goes and does this trial. So I think that guy, who's his toady, who ends up working for the bad Hera and uh, the uh, the Sylvia Danning character, the nipple lady, uh, he's the guy (laughs) who's in every canon film. Um, and he's oh, okay. the reverend. He's Reverend uh, Polanski. Um, and so... That's the same guy? I think it's the same guy. He just doesn't have a mustache. Uh, I could be wrong. Oh. And I refuse to do this little bit of research in all the research I did. Um, <laughs> so essentially, he just does a bunch of trials. He's jumping over chariots. Swords yep. are breaking on his really body. Fun. Yeah, jump is really fun. Again, footage gets dark. You don't know what's going on. Up, uh, yeah. Uh, again, they go fast and loose with how this mythology works because he can break swords with his legs, but then later they can take ten drops of blood from him pretty easily, unless it's a magical <laughs> right, right, knife. Right. Um, Hercules is just—they're saying his name nonstop. Uh, he does the wall of death. Uh, the log does not become a constellation, even though he creates more space junk. Um, he's like, he's like America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) The space force in the news. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I, I I feel like, um, I I thought they were going to be like, oh, that's where the crater in the moon came from. Would have been, I mean, again, classic rewrite one line would have helped out some shit, but fuck it. No, we're just watching it just fly. And then. He yeah, does. This like is one I did remember Jupiter. from mythology. And then this is the one I knew from uh, mythology, Dorkin, uh, which is that guy's name. Uh, it's Reverend uh, Polanski. Uh, tells him that he has to clean the stables as his last task. Right. Surprise. It's full of shit. It's got so much shit. We haven't cleaned that horse shit up in so long. It smells like shit. Just shit everywhere. <laughs> okay, good luck, Hercules. <laughs> By the way, you're super strong, but can you clean shit up? That's why I was like, what is his strength? But I guess that's also where, like, my wife was pointing out where she's like, he doesn't prove how smart he is. They made a big stink about that at the beginning. And I guess that's the logic, is he also has his smart so he can outwit Dorkin by uh, uh, circumventing a river to clean it. Uh, Which he- made no sense to me geographically. No, no, no. Not at all. Uh, uh, but... He circumvents that river uh, or makes it move so he can clean out the stables so that he can, kind of creepily, but I think it might also be mythology, but maybe not. Uh, what's it? Cassiopeia? The daughter uh, ca- who yeah. become is, I think that's another ca- constellation. I could be wrong. but Yeah, Cassiopeia, yeah. Yeah, so Cassiopeia has given herself, she's going to be married to someone, but only that guy can see her face. But right away, Hercules is like, hey, though, if I can clean up all this shit, maybe get, yeah. a, get a look at that old mug there. And He's then an we, anti-masker. 
He's an anti-masker, exactly. Hercules, notorious anti-masker, notorious anti-vaxxer. And that's my biggest <laughs> problem with Hercules. Um, won't stop shut up. Won't shut up about the flu and how we all can get it. And it's fine. Uh, and so, anyways, uh, he diverts it. Boing! He's got a boner and a hot wife. Now all of a sudden he has a penis, uh, and it's yep. making his brain work. Um, <laughs> I the look on his face was priceless when he found out. Like, oh, she'll marry anyone. Like he just is like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm into this. I'll take them chances. Yeah, uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. I believe. <laughs> um, Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, she ends up uh, doing it, just being like, all right, you're right. Here's my face. I'm hot. Like, I'm just another oh, hot wait. person. What do we miss? By the way, Jeff, uh, no, you, we didn't miss anything, but it's just, have you ever known uh, river water to be extra clean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I only swim in the cleanest of river water. Uh, no, they're the filthiest, even when you're in a... <laughs> pristine colorado style river it's still funky with like slugs and shit dude um, yeah, yeah i was gonna say like that river just if it, you let that river through there just be like just covered in river shit and shit Man, if he was like oh i'll just divert the east river we'll get that in there that'll <laughs> clean up all that horse shit it's like, oh my god it's dirtier <laughs> Never mind, I'll use the L.A. River. Oh, it's filled of what? Ooh, it's going down that waterway. Like, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a funky river. Uh, yeah. And then, so then, uh, what's her name? Uh, Hottie McBody, uh, Sybil oh. Danning comes, uh, is ratted on by Dorkin, because uh, he's working for her. Dorkin. Dorkin. Uh, again, I can't help it but just i literally just kept writing god she is hot like <laughs> i like it's not even like jokes or notes i just kept i literally i'm looking at it, i just wrote that outfit is insane like i just no, can't yeah, stop I kept thinking writing about that too because like i was balanced between like being like ferrigno looks great and yeah. then being like god damn they're hot you know like yeah it's just easy on the eyes all around you know what it is it's like I, I've 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 never wanted a uh, bodybuilder's body. Not that it was ever no. an option, but like it is only uh, Schwarzenegger and Ferrigno that I'm just like that's what a human being could look like in a perfect well, way. We talked about this in the Commando episode, but it's that in between where it's like they're not like massively like monsters like that grotesque kind no. of. Uh, I mean, whatever. If you want to do that to your body, whatever. That's if you want to look choice. like that dude in Invasion USA who is yeah. like cleaning the car with just jacked yeah. and squat, good luck. That's your but, choice. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, not my aesthetic, but yeah. The ones I know, like I knew a dude who couldn't put his arms down when he sat. Like he <laughs> oh, had to no. like sit with a fucking pillow under his arms. And yeah, that's not supposed to happen. There was another dude we went to high school with who, of course, became a cop. Uh, uh, but like he was like straight up like five one, like four ten in jacked. Like yeah. I, I'm just saying, it looked odd. <laughs> like it didn't look healthy. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not even that it looked odd. It just doesn't look healthy. That's the crazy part. Is Ferrigno and Schwarzenegger are maybe the only two specimens I can think of that you're like it actually vaguely looks healthy and like maybe what a human could 
like should look like like if we were at our right. pinnacle versus oh uh, you really fucked up something you are gonna be fucked later um yeah uh and he's gorgeous frank norris is gorgeous Sybil danning is gorgeous the woman who plays cassiopeia is gorgeous the woman from who plays cersei, cersei she's in tenebrae too and she is gorgeous and she's wearing yeah. another fucking when she goes from witch to hot sorceress and is wearing that again kim kardashian outfit with like her belly button like in, yeah. going in in the metal smoking just like it's insane just everyone is italian hot like it's crazy <laughs> yeah, exactly um and so yeah they they throw him into the ocean sharks are gonna get him which i was like swords just broke like he's not gonna fucking he's fine um, I also thought I was like, "Oh, we're gonna get a little zombie crossover here with uh, Frigo yes. fighting sharks." I was di- I was hoping there was gonna be a zombie shark fight. Nope. Uh, apparently, that him making the whale sounds. Though those dolphin noises are <laughs> insane. Again, it's like I thought the grizzly bear was insane, and those things were piercingly loud. Just like. Blew my non-working eardrums out. It was insane. <laughs> um, I will say, so that's the only, they couldn't find, uh, 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 just like Schwarzenegger, they couldn't find a body double for his stunts. Yeah. So he tore his calf like pretty early and had to, most of that movie, his calf is torn. And the oh, only geez. thing they needed a body double for was the swimming because he can't swim. Um, uh, so everything else is for Igno. So if you see anything that feels sketchy, uh, not only is it sketchy, but also he's doing it like Tom Cruise style in Mission Impossible with like a torn calf. Um, oh, geez. Uh, and so he's jacked, jumping out of the fucking, he beats sharks. It doesn't fucking matter. Then he swims for a week. This is also where they play fast and loose with when there's a narrator and when there's not. Like sometimes I'm yeah. like, I could use one now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Instead, you bring this to me just telling me he swam for seven days. He also says swam like swam, and it's really odd sounding. Um, (laughs) And he ends up on an island with a real weirdo, breathing hard. Uh, They don't explain, and we realize that it's Cersei. I also wrote here that, like, a lot of the sets look like a Six Flags ride. Like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like her cave, like it doesn't look like Disneyland. It doesn't look like where every detail was paid attention to. It's like when, like, we just did the Six Flags, like, holiday ride through, and my wife was both just like, it's nice here. And also, it's a Six Flags. Like, you're like, yeah, it's no one's ever going to match the detail of a fucking Disney. Uh, and that's how it feels with these sets where you're like, you can oh, yeah. see that they're going to push this over after it's over. Well, that whole part where they're in her like lair, it, it's it's veering into Sid and Marty Croft territory yes, with she, her makeup and the set. She's close to Witchy Poo, definitely. She's very close to Witchy Poo. Um, but my God, did you see the vein on his arm? When he, yes, it is the size of your full arm, Frank. Like I mean, <laughs> I was like. I was like, I was like, I hope he doesn't hit that vein because that blood's never going to stop. When they needed 10 drops of his blood so that she could drink it, crazy. Uh, yeah, I was very worried in both the movie and real life that they were going to cut the jugular that was on his arm. I didn't know you could have a jugular on your arm, but he did. Um, and so 
Yeah, he has a, another great look when she drinks the blood, which is like, ugh, I didn't know right. you were going to do that. Like, I thought, just, <laughs> like, make something with it. Um, but, uh, you know, boom. All you need is Hercules blood, and you are smoking hot. You are that, yeah. more, like, Jesus. She's rocking the bangs. She's got, ugh. I mean, just got it going on. The checklist just keeps getting checked. But um <laughs> also I wrote down if like this were like a cinema if they made the movie that they wanted to. Oh man. Every single one of these like uh, women that he comes into contact with are every scene where there is a man or a woman or you know uh woman and woman anything yep. like that that all would have been just sex scenes. It was <laughs> it all would have been the Simpsons episode when Homer eats the sandwich behind the radiator. Oh, right. And then stays home and Marge brings home the movie and it's like Hercules and the Seven Lusts or something. And, and it's like, Hercules, the Gorgon ripped off my clothes. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Like, that's <laughs> what is going on in the original draft. Um, but yeah, Cersei is just like hot and spitting out crazy metal lines. And shit, I don't understand. It just, it spits cosmic rays of deadly fire. Do you know what that means? And I was like, I don't, but say it. I know, I was like, okay. Just keep talking. Um, And so then, unclear kind of why Cersei was helping, but she brings him to the Hydra. And the Hydra is protecting the, the gateway to hell. That is actually hell pretty awesome. Yeah, the exterior of hell looked pretty great with that like uh, skull. Yeah, the hell uh, hell yeah. looks awesome. Um, uh, just need to throw in Hydra is my favorite Toto record. Uh, if you haven't <laughs> listened to Hydra, it's a great prog pop classic. Um, Steve Lukather. Steve Lukather. Uh, but this is again where it was like fucking power metal lyrics it might as well have been like an endless champion record like it was like at one point when yeah. she's listing <laughs> off she just says you shall go down the endless stairway to the rainbow bridge and that will take you to skull island to the river sticks which is the gateway to hell beware the hydra until you reach the hand of destiny in the soul of the world it's like what the fuck is going on yeah she's getting it out but like everybody who has exposition in this movie like even at the beginning with the mom who finds uh you know the baby she's like explaining she's like you know how i pray to the gods because i can't have children and we've always wanted children and guess what this is our gift and it's like what whoa (laughs) and that's the thing and they don't explain when you should explain like we forgot about the part where uh fucking baby baby hercules goes off the waterfall and right. Zeus oh, saves yeah, and him with out. a crazy purple hand <laughs> and <then laughs> drops him off and then Hera's pissed him. But that was the first point where I realized Hera was the bad, was angry that's in this. Same. Yeah. I was like, why is she so upset? But then I did remember like, that's like a theme of, you know, the problematic parts of mythology and religion where it's like both you have the progressiveness of female gods, but always like the wives are fucking jerks. And are just like, don't right. pay attention to him, pay attention to me. Like, is basically what they make, like, always, like, the wife of Zeus yeah. or the wife of Odin or et cetera. And et cetera. then you have the other god there that's, like, the Karen Allen-looking yeah. uh, uh, god uh, who uh, does nothing. Yeah, uh, and she's playing Athena, I think, maybe. Um, uh, looking cute as hell again. Um, at this point, I forgot what he's even trying to do. Like, I was like, I guess he's trying to uh, save Cassiopeia, but also, 
who gives a fuck? He's going to stick his arm into a Dune style, like, <laughs> test of strength. Like, put your hand in the box. Well, <laughs> that's, the, that's a compromise, remember? He's doing that for her so that she can lead him back to... Right. She's the only one who can get him off the island. Right, because Cersei wants the amulet. Yeah. Uh, and so he sticks his arm into the box, has a gom jabar to his neck, basically. Uh, <laughs> puts his hand in, and then it disappears, and then turns to fire, and then turns to ice. And then yep. he breaks it out of his will so that he can stick it into another phantasm style like fucking gateway into another maybe dimension. Um, and yeah, like this is where I also wrote down like Cersei is like, and I bet you, you had this experience too in high school. Cersei is like when you hang out with that girl in high school that you like have a crush on who also is like kind of into like Wiccan shit or like, <laughs> kind of a little bit more gothy than you are can hang and like it's like cool but then you do end up going to hang out in like a graveyard and you're like i don't know i kind of am into it but not really and you never really make out but throughout she's like talking about mother earth and like fucking this and you're just like yeah this is cool and all but like that's what cersei felt like where you're like i'm i've got a crush on you but i don't think i can hang with you cersei <laughs> oh yeah like, oh yeah you're going to hang out and then like you get to meet her friends and uh the the male friend is like obviously very much in love and he's like questioning you about your knowledge about yep. you know the occult and yep. fr- like and you're like dude i'm not trying like just i can't <laughs> recite alistair crowley right now okay <laughs> like jesus christ yeah yeah we've all been there that was high school baby but like i know you're trying to put a hex on me right now <laughs> yeah dude. i'm just trying to maybe get one kiss like because i'm terrible <laughs> yeah. at hooking up um i'm sorry that this is a small fucking town and this is the most right. interesting person here and i'm attracted to that but i and if i have to sit here and listen or go oh goddess who created the chance of the earth who can move the cosmos with the beating of your wings like yeah i get it man it's cool yeah we can hang out on this gravestone um (laughs) and then so then cersei i get confused too when cersei falls in love with hercules but i mean he's hercules she just she she falls in love with him uh so they end up with yeah i don't why did they go so they go to the they meet up with the king of africa right when they get the amulet and oh wait, we forgot the river sticks. Uh, they really wanted you to know that that guy was in a skeleton mask. That, they that really the- did. <laughs> they kept reminding us in a slow-moving part that that guy's in that skeleton mask. Right, being like, ah, isn't he, he's a skeleton. So they go to the king of Africa. Yeah, and so we're. I don't remember what was happening. Like, why were they there? Was it to give him the amulet, or because all of a sudden? He's getting the power of Cersei to uh, break two mountains in half and create the continents. Right. Yes. Yes. And he creates Europe and Africa. Uh huh. Which, again, weirdly, I guess, kind of progressive because it is admitting that we, you know, essentially all came from Africa and the Middle East. Like that culture, life really did come from there, and that the idea of a yeah. white Jesus 
is the stupidest idea like that has ever existed yeah if jesus existed as a human being or whatever he would not be a glorious white guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. he wouldn't be fucking Wonder Bread, you know, <laughs> right. uh, incarnate. Like, he wouldn't be Ugh. this goddamn Johnny football player blonde asshole. <laughs> exactly. So he creates the continents. I honestly don't know why that happens and who gives a fuck to some extent. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wrote, they're getting real loose and fast with the rules here of life. Like, it's Oh, just, yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, she falls in love with him. And I didn't know why sorcerers shouldn't fall in love uh, or sorcerers. they lose their powers. They, they tell us later. They do a lot of that. They do a lot of like, tell us a little bit later. I'm like, okay, I could have used that info before. Uh, but yeah, so they end up, I guess that was it. So that then they could get Perseus's chariot, I think. Uh, yeah. Which is maybe in Africa. I don't know. They either way they get know. they get it after creating the continents. They get a chariot. <laughs> uh nothing but synths and lights nonstop, loving every second yep. of it. Um I just assumed when they said they need magical horses that he was going to put it on. <laughs> and like I thought, I thought that's so too. Right? I thought that's why they set up that he's pulling all this shit and he's strong, but instead he's asked Cersei to use her magic to both create a rope uh, after he knocked down the wall in that crazy flange banging noise, <laughs> creates a rope and then makes the rope go around one of the stones in Ray Harryhausen stop motion that is closer to, and maybe you will agree with me, I assume you will, looked a lot like a tool slash brothers quay video <laughs> absolutely i wrote that down yeah i wrote that uh, it looked like that or uh yeah because it was too it was too rough to be gumby like no that was the thing very like, much it had that slight jerkiness that, where you knew they like missed a frame and they're like fuck it yeah. like just keep going um it's kind of like pulsating a weird way yeah i was waiting for like a meat pipe to be there <laughs> exactly. and, and just like rubbing it and just fucking sober style um and so uh, it's disconcerting, much like a tool video. Uh, everybody wants to bone Hercules. The what? You get some tinfoil in there, too. You get some tinfoil in there, too. And then uh, everyone wants to bone him because he can throw stones into spaces. So that's how they do it. They're going traveling on this chariot on a stone he threw through constellations. And I guess in that ride... They fell in love? Like, is that what happened? Like, they show that, like, prom photo of Cersei and right. Hercules, like, superimposed. Dude, she's, that superimposed, I was like, what? Because he's kind of going, wow, and she's kind of like, ah. Yeah. And it's, like, got that weird, like, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Captain Kirk, you know, like, singing. It does, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He looks like he got drunk at prom and can't believe that they're there. And she's just like, I'm going with Hercules, the captain of the football team. But you're smoking, Cersei. You shouldn't You shouldn't question yourself. Uh, and so she's angry because she made him, uh, made her, he made her fall in love with him, according yeah. to her. So she loses her powers. That's what happens to an enchantress. She's been enchanted. Um he doesn't give a fuck because they make it to Crazy Island. Um, 
And on this crazy island, that's where Cassiopeia is taking a sensual bath. Um, yep, I said, uh, we get some butt. We get some butt, all right. And if this was the original uh, Bruno Matai script, uh, I think we, I, me thinketh we would have seen a lesbian scene, like in <laughs> right. a Skinamax style, where you're like, I don't know if that's how real sex happens, but okay. Um <laughs> Uh, it's definitely the compromise between the outfits and that shot. It's like the compromise that they made yeah. with Golan and Globus being like, okay. And you know, once Ferrigno saw that shot, he was like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, no. Um, I feel bad Cersei gets murdered to protect him from the robot centaur. Uh, all Venus. She, all she did, all, you know, her only, her only uh, thing that she got wrong was falling in love with him. Uh, and yeah. hey. I get it. Can you blame the girl? You can't. I mean, look at that fucking guy. Uh, I love that we're seeing green Ferrigno uh, on this. I know. I was like, why is it green? It's the island of green or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. He looks like the Hulk, and that's great. Um, uh, But Cersei realizes the true lesson of life, that true love is letting someone go to their actual love. Um, And... She disintegrates. She disintegrates. She just disappears, and... Should become a constellation. Uh, but no. Nope. But no. Um, and yeah, this is again where like, I don't know, man. Minos is yelling, but like, I didn't even know Minos was working for the coffee filter goddess for Hera. Like, I had no idea, like at this point. And then... Science for the sake of science. He's yelling, yeah, again. Science for the sake of science is bad. Is that the lesson we're supposed to take away from this? Um, yeah. And could you imagine if I said Sybil Danning and Ferrigno, but she's wants to bone him. If they had kids like any of them, like, I mean, the hotness of when they grew up would just be like, just stunning. Uh, the line of your groom is eager to inflame your passions. Right. Ugh. AK, they're going to pop your cherry Cassiopeia because you're a virgin and you're, butt hanging out outfit gross (laughs) i wrote down i was getting a little bit of like big trouble in little china vibes with her outfit yeah definitely uh if she had green eyes it would all pull together um so sybil danning wants to give uh hercules the black lotus Right, which is a drink, which is ayahuasca, maybe I don't know. Like he's he's just a hipster going to fucking Coachella and trying to see the talking <laughs> monkey that will talk to him. Um, but he says no, man. He he does like a fake sip, and then it's like fucking straight edge justice. He's like, ah, I throw it at her, and I break the chains, and it really is like a fucking. I was like, will I use some of this footage? For a video for the super jokey straight edge song I wrote for this kind of jokey hardcore record I'm putting out. I might. Because <laughs> uh, it's pretty awesome. Because then he's just catching spears and shit like that. Uh, he does a Steve James style It's Clobbering Time. <laughs> I wrote it down, yeah. I was so like, ah, there we go. I was like, I wonder if they were referencing Hercules with this. Like they were being tongue in cheek. I know. I know. Since like, it was a. Uh, canon yeah it was so can like it was great uh again the the speech about the phoenix is being held by that sword 
that we saw from beginning is being held back. That was a total metal song speech, but like, I don't know what was going on at this point. Yeah. And, and again, I do think part of it is like, again, not to be a perv. I was just getting so distracted by simple Danning's nipples. Like, yeah, I mean, cause it's like, it's there. I mean, it's like how it's, it's, you're not going to notice anything. I'm sure even on set, Lou was like, eyes up, eyes up, eyes up. I know. Yeah, I'm just getting overwhelmed by her boobs. And <laughs> the sacred sword of Thebes, I guess, is what this thing is. And so there is a bit where, like, again, I'm confused on what's going on with this phoenix. But, like, that king is saying, no, 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 don't pull that out. That stops the phoenix from destroying everything. And Hercules is just like, fuck it. Like, I guess I don't care about the Phoenix. And so then they get into... So Cassiopeia is supposed to be a sacrifice because she's a virgin to the Phoenix. But then there's a sword fight. And is that Kang using like a science sword? Like, that's all I kept thinking about, that laser sword. (laughs) It's like Brian Cranston uh, looking uh, Kang using a rotoscoped sword like it looks like house you know like a little bit of that like animation style he does look like brian cranston that's who i've been thinking it fucking was this whole time um and so he's fighting him with a science sword he's fighting him with the rotoscoped uh it's also like a sword you'd get if you got a lot of skee-ball tickets and you're like i'm gonna get that (laughs) i'm gonna really save up for that science sword um and he ends up taking down uh, science with the power of Zeus and yep. this sword. That'll show you. That'll show you now a phoenix is released on the world. That doesn't seem great, but whatever. Typical um, religion, uh, bring it uh, upon the end times. I mean, I guess that's, yeah, I don't, is that pro or anti-religion at this point? <laughs> Who even knows? Who knows? Um. And so then they escape over stock footage from that MGM 1951 Atlantis movie we were talking about. Which there's, there are parts of it. I was like, oh, this is kind of disturbing. Like the sound quality is better. The images were kind of disturbing. I, I was know. Like, oh. uh, also disturbing how Sybil Danning like rots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote down, uh, I said, um, let's see. Oh, she rots and then turns into Rorschach. she's got like Rorschach sunspots on her Uh, (laughs) and then also I wrote that at the end there's like a waveform like she turns into the cover of unknown pleasures Uh, (laughs) it's like they ran out of ways they could put that on a t-shirt and they put it on her face she's lost control again that's what I'm also now realizing it's like weird footage of the volcano with like rainbow shit Like, uh, like effect over it which it reminded me of like when my band Panthers, we were gonna do we did visuals for like half a tour until we realized it was annoying. But it's like definitely oh, yeah. like what I would put up of like slow-mo volcanoes erupting into each other is what we had. Um and then eventually we're like, I don't want to set up the DVD player. Like it's so <laughs> annoying. Um and I guess at that point the Phoenix rose. I guess that's what we were seeing. Maybe. It's uh Hercules' fault. Yeah. So I didn't love Cassiopeia's line. There was just something about her saying, like, basically, he's like, I feel bad. All these people who love me, like, got murdered. And she's like, 
And then he's worried that she might be fake. And then she's like, I'm all of them and none of them. I'm the one who truly loves you. I'm like, well, what <laughs> the shit on dead people? Like, I mean, I think Cersei really did love him. Like, I don't know why you gotta be a jerk about it. Like, we can all have multiple I'm, relationships in our lives. It does that gotta be a competition here. Jesus, Cassiopeia. I'm not your lover. I'm not your friend. Oh. I am something that you just cannot comprehend. Yeah. <laughs> I am Sophie B. I can B. never comprehend. <laughs> Sorry, Prince. And then they make out on a beach and then become... Is that Cassiopeia? I don't know what Cassiopeia looks like, so who knows? I was like, is that what's supposed to be them embraced? Maybe, and maybe we need some uh, astronomers uh, or astrologers. Which one is it? Is the one that actually does that? I never know. Um, <laughs> We're dumb. That's what happens when you're in college and you take one of those classes and you're like, wait, I thought this was going to be the other one. Um, right. But yeah, and then it ends and Hercules and uh, Cassiopeia live on. As maybe a constellation, uh, and maybe not. And until the next movie, till the next one, which we will get to at some point The Adventures of Hercules, which uh, uh, I can't wait to see more hot people, uh, yep. being hot and uh, using a lot of footage from this movie, either redone or just outtakes. Uh, yeah, I it's it's fun, man. I think ultimately fun fucking movie i mean did we miss it's a anything? super fun watch did we miss anything in there i don't think so i mean no i'm pretty sure we went through it uh we've been doing this a lot lately where we just go beat by beat by the movie but uh, yeah. yeah i i honestly like it, it's such a fun i think once like this is a type of movie once this pandemic uh gets to a, a manageable place like if you're able to have friends over and like you're just kind of hanging out, having fun. You don't need to be doing drugs, but yeah. uh, I mean, if if you are want to take part in that, then it definitely, uh, you know, is 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 uh, helps with it. But I do think that like you don't even need it because it's just such a fun. Yeah, this would be one that Jeff, if we were like we talked about last time, if we were able to host screenings at like Vidiots or you know New Beverly or any of that stuff, like that, this would be one of the the films we show because it's just super fun to watch. I think like. Was just yeah, gonna just, say it's fun. it is a this is this is one again. We're putting it out into the universe. Once we're able to gather as people, I think we'll try to make it happen. I do think I I think Hercules is a great one for a live setting. Like yeah, it's 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 not a bummer. Like it's not like you know like I'll do any of them. I would do any of them at this point in a live setting. I do a Messenger of Death if we had to, but uh, <laughs> it would suck. But I would do it. But this one, like, it would just be so much fun to talk and uh, present. Uh, and there's no way you can't enjoy it watching it in a theater. I mean, jeez, with a yeah. bunch of people. Oh, God. It, it, that's but, that's the dream. But even now during this pandemic, if you need some joy in your life, yeah. you're just like, uh, just like put this on and just turn your brain off because it's like, yeah, it's one of those. You'll find something fun in it. You really will. Uh, and at the very least, you are looking at just hot human specimens the yeah. entire time. At the very least, yeah. Uh, no matter who you're attracted to, something's gonna turn you on. Yeah, this. and and you can picture what that original script would have been, like we all will in our fantasies. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Out of ten cannons, how did you rate this cannon? Uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. 
I was going to go 7.5. Oh, wait. Yeah. You know what? Never mind. I give it a I give a a seven because it doesn't have the the filth. You know, it doesn't have the grime. I mean, it's right on the cover of Austin's book, and it is like such a both a can, but it is more of a oh, we're watching Italian. Like this Italian fuck upery versus canon fuck upery in the best way possible. Um, and yeah, like if it was Italian scale, I I throw it a couple more but we're going off a cannon yeah it doesn't have like we just said honestly is that it's not like if we showed this there would be like ugh, like no don't do that like sort of scenes like that always happen yeah good strong 7.5 for me um i i love it uh uh and you know i i love that we will uh one day do our italian podcast too (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, at the very least you'll have star crash to look forward to with uh 100 percent um uh yeah man i i I think it's great uh but i think that's where we should wrap this up because i'm as always i'm amazed how long we fucking can go (laughs) people talk about her we are geniuses uh but uh, if people want to reach out to us where can they reach out to us frank uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Canon Canon. Remember that that second Canon has one N, and you can also sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash the Canon Canon. Again, that first Canon has two N's. But yeah, we're going to be posting a lot of uh, goodies and stuff on there soon. And uh, just come on, throw a couple bucks our way. Make it a. Uh, um, make us a little happy so that way we can uh, one pay for this podcast especially for the production stuff yep uh, and then two just to kind of uh, throw a little bones our way so that we can uh, justify taking uh, t- two hours <laughs> away from our family exactly making our wives watch our children so we can yell about how hot people are in Hercules for two right. hours yeah no I mean but again like I-, I can't even think of when this one is going to come out because we're we're kind of i don't know what point we're at with these but like we're fr- uh, front loading yeah yeah we're front loading a little bit but also uh not too long from after this episode we're gonna release our first uh early uh could have been a canon um uh we're still setting up when that's gonna go we're gonna do that uh uh once a month if you're in a certain tier uh uh, uh if you are in the uh, molasses two by fours or the greatest uh, or a Golden and Globus, if you're feeling like you really want to support us, you'll be getting that a month early before anyone else gets it. Um, uh, and, you know, again, if you stick around for a while in, uh, in The Greatest, you get to tell us what could have been a canon. And we're going to do it. And I can't <laughs> yep. wait. I hope we get to some of those because I'm excited to see what you, what you, what you people put us through. I think it'll be <laughs> fantastic. But until next week. I'm Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Garcia Hale. And this is The, the Cannon. Cannon. Oh, Hercules, my clothes fell off. Ha 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 ha.